Hey, man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history, trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Follow us on all social media platforms at Rock News Weekly for our quick one-minute weekly update videos. And please give the episode a five-star rating if you enjoy the episode. Now on to this week's episode. All right, it's time for the Rock News Weekly Podcast. What's up, everybody? Chris here, as well as Charles. Ayo! Lots of things to talk about this week, uh, so let's get straight to it. Uh, let's get let's get it going, huh? How's it, how's it going with you, Charles? It's going well. It is going well. We're missing Lalo. What's he doing right now? Lalo is boxing right now. He is at a fundraiser about 30 minutes down south from us, and he is he's popped on those gloves, and he's doing his... Well, good uh, luck. Yeah, he's doing his thing. He's in. He's probably rotating in a couple of rings, maybe sparring a couple of people. Right. Nice, man. Yeah. Well, good luck to him, man. Uh, all right, so let's get it going here. Rock News Weekly Podcast. This week of July 4th, Season 4, Episode 27. This week we're talking about lots of things, some uh, very interesting headlines, including Blink-182's Travis Barker was hospitalized this week. He's all fine. He's, he's good, but we'll let you know what happened. Uh, Billy Joe Armstrong Green Day says he's renouncing his U.S. citizenship. Tommy Lee playing his first full show with Motley Crue after breaking four of his ribs and sitting out most of the tour. Uh, also, Depeche Mode members revealing Andy Fletcher's cause of death and Motorhead's Let Me Kill Mr. Re- uh, memorialized at Hellfest this uh, past weekend with a huge statue that apparently is going to go on tour. No way. And people are going to get to see it all around the world. Oh. Yeah, sounds really cool. So uh, everything's up. RockNewsWeekly.com, you know the drill. Subscribe if you can at $3.99 a month, anchor.fm slash RockNewsWeekly slash subscribe. We're everywhere, Google Podcast, Amazon Audible, twitch.tv slash RockNewsWeekly, live every Friday, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You guys can watch along uh, with us, chat in the chat room with us, play trivia with us, uh, and have a good time. So check it out, twitch.tv slash RockNewsWeekly. It's free to sign up and use. Yeah. Check out our YouTube channel. We're there as well. I just uploaded last week's episode, so if you want to catch up on that after this one, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, it's all the same, Rock News Weekly. Um, Nine different platforms, so let's get to it. Everywhere. We're everywhere. Everywhere. We're everywhere. Check out these new albums, Charles. What do we got here? Oh, look at that. Boss Keloid. Family the Smiling... What? Family the Smiling Thrush. I don't know. That sounds like a fake album it's, and a fake band. It's like the um, the Wu Tang uh, name generator. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like if uh, a computer came up with yeah. like you, you know a fake a band name and an album. Oh based yeah, based off of information. You know that's how um, full studio. That doesn't even sound real either. That that's how Lalo got his um, handle, uh, Foolish Demon. It's from the Wu Tang name generator. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, Conjurer, uh, Pathos. So, that is definitely a folk man. Uh, <laughs> Derek Sherinian. 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 Um, Greg Pusciato. <laughs> it's just people's names. Haunt. Oh, I like that. Haunt. Windows of your heart. Uh, Holder. I like that. The eternal fanfare. What is what is Holder? What kind of music is Holder? I don't know. I think it's probably British uh, folk music. Like mountain music. Oh, okay. Just like uh, Conjurer. Yeah. Uh, Massacre, also uh, folk music. I think that's children's tunes. That's like just just children's songs. 
The massacre at Peter <laughs> Rabbit's farm. Uh, <laughs> municipal waste. Oh, we like municipal waste. Uh, necrophobic. Satanic blasphemies. That's another folk. Uh, that's folk that's band. a good old Christian yeah, a, band. A, a, that's cri- just, oh, that's Christian. That's, that's a right. God. That's a God fearing band. Christian. Right They're there. like, uh, I know Jesus loves me. Yeah, you'll he see him at quite uh, a lot at the I Motel Six Jesus down in uh, Indiana. Oh yeah, yeah. Hotel uh, <laughs> Six in Indiana. Saint uh, Estonia. Yeah, those um, guys are all right. They're they're on the they're on the radio. They're kind of they're pretty mainstream. Yep, that's true. All right, what else do we got here? We got um, Ardors. We got Begrime ex- Eximus. But what what is that? Begrime Eximus. Begrime Eximus. Rotting in the aftermath. Okay, rotting in the aftermath. Nice. That's like what happens to all the fruit when I buy it. Uh, it just rots in the <laughs> aftermath in but, my home. Begrime Eximus. Beth Blade and the Beautiful Disasters. Beth Blade and the Beautiful Disasters. Uh, Blind Channel. Yeah, we play them on the bear. Bullet for my yeah. Valentine. They got their deluxe edition, self-titled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sing that song. Uh, that is, that is not. No. Nope. Oh, okay. Not that. Uh, Bullet for my Valentine. That's a famous band. Um, Clean Break. We just need a clean break, Sharon. We just need a clean break. Uh, I was thinking like a clean break, like when you break something off, like an arm or a oh, leg. Oh, like a bone. Oh, yeah. Clean break. I was thinking of a relationship. <laughs> yeah. Crossing See, Rubicon. That's that's the good yeah. band name. It gets you thinking. Oh, yeah. And these these are folks that are, that are, these are albums that will be out next week, right? Yeah, this is all um, coming out July 8th. Oh, we got Dio. Holy Tanto. Diver. Super deluxe edition of Holy Diver Holy, uh, from Holy Dio coming Diver. out. Just in time for the holidays. So check that out. Yeah. Uh, frail. Uh, frail. Uh, spelled yeah. F-R-A-Y. Yeah, I don't like that. Don't like that. Um, the Machinists, <laughs> uh, that that band is dedicated to uh, Christian Bale. Christian who Bale's w- role 125 as the pounds. emaciated man yep. um, based opponent. on the Stephen King no- novel, right? That was a Stephen King novel. Oh, I did, I did, I'm not sure. I, I think actually, it was. I've seen the pictures, but I've never actually seen the movie. Or maybe I'm thinking of, of him uh, like all tweaked out. Ah, shit. I th- what was the one? It was like a, a machine that was like thirsty for blood. Oh no! It wasn't the machinist. It was I think something that's else. called Begrime Eximios. <laughs> I, I don't think that's true, <laughs> but we'll come back to that. I'll think of Opponent, it later. Opponent, Power Wolf, uh, the Monumental Mass, uh, Telekinetic Yeti. Oh, I fucking love that. That's a good name. I love that. That's Telekinetic the best name Yeti. yet. And then Vomit Forth, Seething Malevolence. That happens. You know, that happens to all of us. We I, all vomit forth. I love sometimes. that. Uh, I love that they were on a Disney movie. Telekinetic Yeti. Yep. Yeah, Vomit Forth. La- they, yeah, they were in Frozen, right? Lalo texting me. They did the uh, Frozen theme song, Vomit Forth. Yeah. All right. Um, all right, Metallica, look at this. They had to cancel an overseas show due to COVID. The Fraunfeld Rocks Festival Yeah. in Switzerland, yeah? Uh, yeah. On Wednesday night, June 29th, it was canceled after a member of their camp. Who? We don't know. Oh, yeah. Test positive you for COVID. You know who it was. See, I don't like it when they say member of their camp because we don't know if it's a sound guy or if they really just were like, oh, I don't feel like playing or oh, yeah. whatever, right? It says, we're sorry to disappoint those. Reschedule going to as soon as possible. But still, man, that's lame, you know? I I'm just, sure a lot of those people at the festival, that was one of the main reasons. Yeah, yeah. I know I know it had to be Lars. <laughs> it had to you be think Lars. think so? Yeah. I don't know, man. It had to be Lars. Look at him. He looks sickly. He's wearing a beanie. It's He's like 100 sickly. degrees out there. He is sickly. Yeah. He is sickly. 
Uh, but he's like in his native. He's like Denmark, right? He's a Denmark guy. Oh yeah, he is Denmark. So he's like there. That's his. Uh, that's his yep. area. You know. That's his place. He's a climb uh, acclimated to it. Yeah, big time. Anyway, uh, get Look better. Get better, whoever in Metallica. Uh, I, I'm seeing a commercial for Metallica on, uh, like you know, social media platforms where they're like, yeah. they'll teach you how to play Metallica songs, but it's like one of those guitar. Like kind of games. Oh, Rocksmith or is, something. Is it Rocksmith? Maybe. I just, I just know. Like that you they play have... with your real guitar, but it shows up on the screen as yes. like a game. Yeah, yep, that's yep, Rocksmith. Yep. Yeah, but they have like their own like kind of Metallica version. And I was watching it, and I was like, just, I was just going, don't you guys have enough money? <laughs> don't. Is, no. They, do you uh, need more money? A, a lot of bands are becoming like Kiss these days. I was just talking about it with a friend at work. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, bands like even like Ghost. Yeah. There are totally, they have like Ghost fucking koozies and armbands. Yeah. And, and socks and, you know, a dog water bowl and, you know, everything. <laughs> a plague mask. Stuff that you wouldn't even think you would need. Oh, yeah. But yeah. They're, they're merch, they're merch whores and... That seems to be the thing with a lot of bands is that's where they're getting a lot of their extra money is oh, yeah. weird and creative merch. Well, I mean, I can't really say too much because I'm going to go home tonight and shit my, in my Metallica toilet. <laughs> with this, with the, the right. toilet rim is I have, yeah, space. my Metallica loofah that I use oh, every night. Yep. Uh, yep. Master of Puppets uh, signature loofah. Yep, yep, yep. All right, uh, check it out. Uh, first international memorialization of... Of Lemmy, and this was pretty awesome. Look at this thing she made, dude. This this lady made this from scratch. Oh wow! It's like a Burning Man size statue of Lemmy. Well, that's amazing. It's like the big oh, old uh, head and his arms, and he's kind of like got his hat on, and he's holding his hands there on his on his vest. What is uh What is it made of? Can barely hear you. Oh shit. Okay. Oh, all right. Turn it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Who can barely hear us? Uh, burritos or Miss D? Oh, is it Miss D? Miss D? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss D is because you got your sound turned down all the way. I know, right? You probably <laughs> do, honestly. <laughs> Miss D's like... Can anyone I can, else... Miss D's like, like we're, my God. It looks like we're pretty loud. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It looks. It does. We're looking at the screen right now. My even. Nah, well, and I'm a loud thank you, person. Misty. We're we're all right. My thank voice you for is the feedback, uh, but I think we're good. My voice is. My voice is really loud. Regard. I think you could hear me like in the next town. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, the first international memorialization, as I said, Lemmy, June 23rd, Hellfest in That's awesome. France. They had this huge statue, uh, a big old bust of, of Lemmy, and apparently this thing's going to travel the world. So awesome. It's going to go around to different parts of the world, that all the uh, favorite places that Lemmy used to go. Um, so I, I love that. Yeah. What gonna, is that made of? What is that steel or? Yeah. So uh, let me let me see where it says uh, if it says anything uh, about the actual statue. Um, uh, da, 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 da. No. Uh, no. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, wait. A uh, 36-foot monument of Lemmy created by sculptor Carolyn Brissett on site at okay. Hellfest. Oh, okay. Explaining the significance of bringing Lemmy to the fans in this unique way. Hmm. A tribute video to Lemmy then played on the festival screens as Phil and Mikey made their way to the massive monument. 
where Lemmy's ashes are housed in a miniature replica of the urn used at his funeral at Forest Lawn Cemetery in Hollywood. Okay. And then lead audience is raising a toast to Lemmy. Oh, dope. Dope, yeah. dope, dope. That looks, that's awesome. Very that's cool. That's awesome. Uh, so they're going to be launching a long-term series of memorializations, which will see portions of his ashes enshrined at various places of great personal significance to Lemmy around the world. All right. So that sounds really cool. So this was the first one uh, at Hellfest in Germany. This is one of uh, his favorite festivals and places to go. Oh, that's dope. Or in, in France, excuse me. Yeah. So uh, very cool. Lemmy memorialized, and it's going to be traveling the world. Uh, awesome. When I when I go, uh, and and this is this is on record, so I'll never have one of those moments where somebody goes, well, I don't know what Charles wanted. Uh, I have already told everyone in my life uh, that I am going to get my ashes put into a tree, like a tree, ah. grow a tree from those ashes. Nice. Like they're be in the soil. And yeah, everything. I can so, see that. Yeah, I'm going to become a tree. Nice, a Charles yep. tree. A Charles tree. All right. Uh, well, hopefully uh, Travis Barker won't become a tree. I think he's surviving and doing fine. Oh, that's good. But we don't have a full update as to exactly his, his exact condition. So he was hospital uh, hospitalized with pancreatitis. The mystery was revealed because for a couple days we didn't know what happened. He went to uh, the, some photos. This photo emerged of him on a stretcher. Wow. And people were like, oh, my God, what happened, you know, and. He posted something cryptic on his social media, and people were saying it was a lyric to a song. Yeah. But it said, like, God help me or something yeah, just yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, I read that, yeah. So we don't know if that was actually him, like, kind of crying out or if he was a uh, thing for his lyrics or whatever, right? I, I knew he was okay, and this is why I knew he was okay. Because I, I actually read that story. Like, it was a little clip on my phone that said, oh, Travis Barker is hospitalized, something serious, et cetera, et cetera. And then it, like, showed this, like, really sad picture of, like, his daughter, like, holding his hand in the hospital. And I was like, oh, that's really heartbreaking. Like, I hope he's okay. And then if you look up in the very right corner, you see him holding his phone and looking at his phone with his other hand. Uh-huh. So he's, he's actually got his phone up, and he's, like, looking well, at, like, Oh, that's good. That's encouraging. Yeah. yeah. It, it just okay. means that he's probably okay. At least okay enough to check his phone and, sure. and look at Facebook or whatever. Uh, he's at Cedars Sinai Medical Center, and uh, he had intense stomach pain and vomiting. Yeah, <clears throat> it was because it was triggered by a colonoscopy. Oh yeah. Uh, so he had a colonoscopy, and then he uh, had a pancreatitis uh, issue uh, after that. So that sucks. Oh yeah. And uh, pancreatitis—it's an inflammation of the organ that aids in digestion, regulating blood sugar. So yeah, you don't want to mess with that. Yeah, pretty rough. All right, we'll get better, Travis Barker. Travis Barker. Um, yeah, Desh, uh, Depeche Mode. <laughs> Desh Mode. Depeche Desh Mode. mode. Uh, revealing Andy Fletcher, the keyboardist, he passed away a couple weeks ago, and, and we were kind of speculating as to what the reason was. Was it natural causes? And good to say that it was, in a way. It was basically a heart attack. Uh, so he had an aortic dissection mm. that uh, you know happened. And so an aortic dissection is what they call it. He passed away on May 26th. So, yeah, wow, it's been a month already. Uh, it says, so even though it was far too soon, uh, he passed naturally and without prolonged suffering. So at least, you know, yeah, he didn't he didn't oh, yeah. suffer. So. He, pro- he probably wasn't in maybe 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 late 50s. Yeah. Maybe. Um, and they celebrated his life in London uh, with family uh, last week. Uh, and so there you go. At least we know that it wasn't. 
he, he wasn't suffering and it wasn't anything like drugs. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's good. Yeah. No fentanyl. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, I'm so tired of all that. Right, I know. I hate it. Uh, all right. Billy Joe Armstrong. Who's this guy? Yeah. Renouncing his U.S. citizenship after the Supreme Court ruling. So this this kind of, you know, rubs a lot of people wrong. They're like, good, get out of here, leave. Yeah. And then the other people that are like, maybe on his side, they're like, well, you better follow through with it. If you say something like that, you better follow through with it kind of deal, right? Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, it's 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 one of those things where you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't kind of deal because you're going to lose a lot of fans either way. But I think it's good if he's standing up for what he believes in and he truly believes that, then he should, you know, take yeah. off and maybe renounce it and see how if it, it'll actually bring some attention and maybe change things. Who knows? Yeah, maybe, uh, well, maybe he'll just get kind of, a better maybe quality of life. I mean, if you're really kind of like on that cusp anyway, right? That you're about to uh, you're about to jam out. He's probably thought about this before. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, he wrote an album yeah. and a song called "American Idiot," right? Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck America! I'm fucking renouncing my citizenship. I'm fucking. All right, hold on. too much did he I mean if I were to say I'm not joking so I don't know we'll see I, yeah, I, I don't well, know yeah. I think he might just be kind of doing a stunt there kind of deal yeah yeah it could be a lot of a lot of artists are uh, are are doing that right now because they're pissed you know a lot of people are pissed it's just kind of a reactionary thing well we'll yeah. see we'll see if he puts his money where his mouth is yeah, so to speak yeah, absolutely I mean we don't get very political on the show no we, um, but we, we don't. definitely yeah we definitely kind of encourage we just touch, touch artists yeah to, to be their political be voice, who they yeah. are express themselves you know take a stand yeah for better or for worse you know yeah, yeah, do what that's you the do. thing it's like you're you're uh we have freedom of speech but you're not free from repercussions repercussions of the that speech yeah yeah so you can say whatever you want like he says but you're not free from repercussions that come from that so yeah yep you better absolutely. follow through you know absolutely all right check I mean, it out do make fun of flat earthers and QAnon folks though all no the yeah time. yeah and rightfully so, <laughs> so rightfully so we will never stop the, doing that's that the exception all right, look at Tommy having a good time. This oh, is a, after the ribs. Yeah, this is for a photo from the show, and he's in good shape. And he played his first full show oh, okay. a Motley Crue Stadium tour since he broke four of his ribs a couple weeks ago. Yeah. According to the Charlotte Observer during the band's performance in Charlotte, North Carolina, he performed without any mention of his injury. Oh, okay. So normally he's been getting up and doing the whole thing. If you guys missed it last week, I actually I think I still have a... Uh, I think I still had it up here. Look at, I still got it up here, oh, guys. Oh, yeah, I love this. If you haven't seen it, I'll play it one more time where Tommy Lee, he throws a bunch of ribs out into the crowd. Oh, my God, guys. Have you, did you miss this? Well, I'll play it for you. Oh, that's a fucking rib. <laughs> ah, that's a yeah. fucking rib. Yeah. yeah. That's a fucking rib. No, one more time. Yeah. Oh, that's a fucking rib. <laughs> oh my god 
They all fell on one guy, as and, we mentioned. It was like his nightmare. Yeah, it was Robert. You know, he later went on to the reason why Tommy ended up playing a whole show is because he ended up suing the right the the um the company or the the, the Motley the company. He ended up suing the company of <laughs> the Motley, Motley Crew, the, the Motley, Motley Company, the Motley Crew Company, <laughs> uh, also known as uh, J Crew. Uh, he he sued them for uh, one gazillion dollars uh, because you know he ended up getting slapped in the face with multiple ribs and all over his white shirt. Yeah, so well, we learned that thirty years of him uh, thinking that he was going to get ribs thrown on him at concerts turned out to be true. Turned out to be true. It happened. His first concert. But happened. actually, Tommy Re- uh, Tommy Lee broke his ribs uh, another way, and we actually have footage of that. I-, I brought it along here. Oh, awesome! Yeah. So if you guys actually the real footage. Yeah, this is like the real nice. footage of how Tommy Lee broke his ribs. So I'll just play it for you guys right now. Check it out. Oh wait, it's, it, where's the audio? Hold on a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I can do the audio. No, no. Grab <laughs> some fucking ribs. Yeah, <laughs> that's the audio. Derek <laughs> fat Vince to lay off the donuts before the tour. Huh? Okay, let's start that over. Hold on. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, we're gonna do that one more time. One more time. Hey, Tommy. Your rent's due, mother. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs on me, you hear? Are you conscious? Shoot. And tell that fat Vince to lay off the donuts before the tour, huh? <laughs> That's it! That's wow. how it happened. That's actual footage. That's uh, how that it was happened. Released by Tommy's wife. <laughs> he said that she, he fell down the stairs while he was uh, it had some luggage and yeah. So there you go. You That's know. That's what happened. That's what happened right what there. Happened, you guys Gavin. saw it. Uh, so anyway, so good. He's back on the kit though. So that's good. Yeah. I'm glad he's. Uh, you know, I got to give him a tip of the hat. So very good. I went to go good visit Robert good in, uh, in the mental uh, hospital uh, just a couple of days ago. I just, I just, all, all Poor he, Robert, he just, huh? Robert just sits in the corner and he just says ribs over and yeah. over again. Poor, Poor guy. guy. We'll have to check in with him later. Poor guy. Uh, Slash doing something kind of neat, which seems to be a new trend. And I want to just bring it up as kind of a point of discussion. We're in a top hat? 3D concerts. Oh, 3D concerts. So. That's just called a concert, right? Well, no. They, <laughs> what they're saying is, is that it's a virtual reality interpretation oh. of the live performance. So you're going to put on a virtual reality headset. You'll get some kind of audio and video experience that's going to make it seem like you're right there. Oh, yeah. And you can look around and see the band. Now, maybe if they fine-tune this type of thing, would you be open, like, if you had a tool, VIP experience, where it was, you're, in like, in the front row. Yeah. And it looks like you're in the front row of the concert. You have 5.1 surround sound. You're able to look around, and it looks like you're there. At, you're at a live show. Would you pay for something like that? Oh, yeah. we. Uh, I actually did pay for something like that. When, because uh, uh, Lalo and I have basically gotten like you know quite a few of the VR headsets, we have the PlayStation Four VR headset. We have the yeah. You the guys first have been model Oculus. You guys yeah. have been doing it. Lalo's got the most recent model Oculus, and uh, um, and one of the first things that I bought for the Oculus when we first got it before the PS4 one, which is amazing by the way, was uh, I bought a, a Cirque du Soleil immersive experience ah. where you're actually on the stage. 
while Cirque du Soleil does their shit. So how was that? It was uh, like mind blowing. It like you're actually See? you could like look around. That and does look sound at cool. All of the yeah, all of the. I, stuff, I would so like it, especially for like a show like great. Roger Waters in the Wall. Yeah, something like that where you could like yeah. feel like you're there and see all the people walking around doing the stuff. Yeah. So who knows? That would be pretty neat. So I, I wouldn't pay <laughs> not full, for Slash. Yeah, I wouldn't. But pay no, to no go offense see Slash. to Slash, but I would not want to see yeah. that in VR. But I, I mean, think it's cool that they're you know trying it out. Yeah, and it, leading the way, I guess. Probably in order to see Guns and Roses and for it to be super accurate, you'd have to like put on some like sweaty gym clothes and then douse it with Coors Light and then smoke like a cheap cigarette and just like. It just you know smeared to get that real experience. That's part of it. Yeah, yeah. You won't get that sweat. That is a good point. Beer and cigarette smoke. All right. Well, look at somebody on Kiss's team is going to get fired over this. Uh, Do you see anything wrong here with this? Kiss loves you, Vienna. And Um, what what flag is that? Oh wow, is that the British flag? It's the Australian flag. Oh, that's the Australian flag. So instead of Austria. They put the Australian flag. Wow. Uh, and they, they had this at the end of the show, and they put it up on a big screen right at the end of the show. And they were getting a little, uh, you know, getting a little mocked for it. Uh, the June 6th gig in Antwerp, Belgium. And uh, I just thought it was pretty funny. And, uh, you know, these guys, they, they, they also had this other issue. Have you That's heard about that the drum track that Eric Singer was supposed to be playing uh, to started before he started playing the drums and no the drums way. were playing and there was no drums he wasn't drumming and there was drums coming out and it was oh like my oh my god and they had a mishap and well, so it kind of revealed that they're you know they're playing with a big backing track i know? mean they are fucking ancient they are right they are ancient oh you know what that reminds me of that reminds me of um of uh what's that what's that movie where seth rogan uh and uh and what's his face go and they kill kim jong-il um, oh, um, fuck. In, in that yeah. movie, he mistakes, in a, in a very funny scene, he mistakes Australia for Austria. And and he's like... It's apparently very like, common. Yeah, he's interviewing somebody, and he's like, how do you speak such good English? And she's like, I'm from Australia. And he's like, <laughs> oh, you're from Austria. Like, how you sound great. It's like, just like on Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm from yeah. Austria. Oh, <laughs> Good day, mate. Good day, mate. All Put that. another shrimp on the barbie. All right. So uh, that's funny. All right. We have we have audience members in Austria and Australia, and I just want to say I love uh, you both. Aww. I think you guys are awesome. Aww. And uh, and it's pissing me off that uh that it, so for our so our fans in Austria, it's pissing me off that that flag was wrong, but to our friends in Australia. Fucking right, right? Uh, hey, right. free shout out, right? Yeah. Uh, hey, yeah. all right. It's time for some birthdays. Happy birthday. Happy Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. All right, Charles. All right, take it away, Debbie Harry. A singer of Blondie is 77. Oh, she looks great, and She is beautiful. She's, She's beautiful. looking good for her age, right? Yeah, she looks great. 77 years young. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, so congratulations, Debbie Harry. Fred Schneider. Singer. Oh, my God. The it's my birthday. 71. I'll You're tell you what. What? I'm going to celebrate my birthday yeah. in that car <laughs> that's as big as a whale. And then I'll get a cake. Can I go down to the shop? Rested. 
<laughs> That's what he does. He comes in and he's That's like, where's it. my party? And they're like, we didn't have any party, Fred. We, you said you didn't want any party. He's like, I want you all to go to the store and buy what me a cake do you of mean? beer. And you cake. better go now. Yeah, you better Get go now. Get me a Little Caesars and a Old English 40. <laughs> Ah, oh, Fred Schneider. Yeah, You're such stuff, a huh? character. You you are a character, man. He's a wild man. guy, huh? You're a character. Uh, Roy Bitten. It's hard Bitten. to find a photo of this guy without uh, Bruce Springsteen. Yep. He's a keyboardist, and he's playing an accordion there, which is pretty dope. Yep. Uh, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. He is 73 years old. Uh, speaking of the accordion, for our Mercedian people... Lately at Rayleigh's, there's been a dude who's been playing accordion down there. This guy playing an electric violin, too. Oh, the electric violin the is guy. great. No, it's two oh, different, different dudes. Oh, okay. But the electric violin guy and the accordion guy. And they're awesome. I enjoy it. They're yeah. awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah, so it, our Mercedian folks, go down there. Go give those guys money. They deserve it. Johnny Kala. Hey. hey, come on now. <laughs> it's Johnny Kala. I'm squinting just a little bit as I'm playing. It's Johnny Kala, guitarist. And saxophonist, uh, he's from Huey Lewis and the News, and he's also the buff dude from the movie The Lost Boys. No kidding. Who's playing the saxophone in a song? <laughs> that is not same true. Guy. That is same, not true. Same guy. That is not true. Uh, Hal Lindes, he's the guitarist from everybody's favorite band, Dire Straits, and he's a uh, sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. <laughs> sixty-nine. He looks like he's having a good old time. He's All just right. having fun. We got some trivia for you guys this week. Some trivia. So let's get to that trivia, shall we? This week in rock and roll history. Trivia. Yeah. All right. This week in rock and roll history trivia, guys. Let's get to it. This week in 2004, Charles, this musician pleads guilty to a gun possession and charge and pays a $5,000 fine in New York City while a marijuana possession charge is dropped. Oh, okay. Is it A, John Popper, B, Ted Nugent, C, Tommy Lee, or D, David Cocaine Crosby? A one-man show of rage, cocaine, and odd show tunes from the 1940s that are played through a wax cylinder phonograph that was stolen from the tomb of Thomas Edison. Ooh, that's a hard one. That was a crazy kind of tour that he did. Yeah, that it was, was oddly a, specific. That was a crazy tour. Oddly specific. Yeah. Well, well, what's what's crazy is that there is no tomb of Thomas Edison. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody told him that there was. Somebody. <laughs> he got that thing from somewhere. Somebody told him it was, but really. <laughs> But really, it was a wax cylinder phonograph from some, like, drug lord in Nicaragua. I think it was from a thrift store. Just a thrift store at Huntington Beach Thrift Store. That's what it was. Yeah, it was Huntington Beach. Same place that Shit Slash stole his top hat. David Cocaine Crosby, a one-man show of rage. I love that. Uh, did you know that uh, the band, one of our favorite bands, Rage Against the Machine, is right. actually a, a dedication to David Crosby? It was a dedication to this show. It was so From impactful. Yep, uh, exactly. Tom Morello and Zach Taylor-Rocha, yep. they were all there and saw it. And, yeah. You know, it's like that uh, Joy Division story where they all saw the Sex Pistols and yeah. they were there and they form, formed a band. That's what happened with this one, That's I think. what happened. Yeah. Um, uh, in 1992, 
uh, Zach De La Rocha actually coined the term with Tom Morello. He, they came together and they coined the term killing in the name of David Crosby. <laughs> and they were convinced uh, after they played at a record shop in 1992 to drop the David Crosby portion. Um, so that that is, and the uh, machine convinced is, is a nice way of putting it. It was basically yeah. David Crosby's strong arm men. They were like gangster Italian gangsters. Yeah, that came to Tom Morello's house. Hey, you better take that David Crosby off the end of that song, <laughs> or I'll break your little scratchy sounding guitar. He likes you guys. He likes you guys. He, he really slammed does. slammed the door of his yeah. VW bus, and the it rest was, of, the rest is history. It was Joyce Choiceless. She actually was Tom's lawyer. Joyce, Joyce, she protected Tom Morello. You gotta take that off the last. None of this of is song. true. Not, not, but there is a true answer here. There is. I'm not gonna go with a John Popper because he's actually been in multiple answers. Of <laughs> and so he's like a lot John of these Popper, guys. Honestly, I, I mean John Popper is actually when you think about it, like he's like kind of our next David Crosby. He's like he's next in line. He, he's next in line. He is. Uh, I'm gonna go with Ted Nugent. Uh, I'm gonna go with Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent. Yeah, just this Nuge. week in 2004, pleading yeah. guilty to gun possession charge, just for shits and giggles, like they say on the streets. Well, it was actually good old what? David Crosby. That's oh right. Oh my god, La- Lala would be proud. One. Lala would be proud. Oh, another one. Look at that big old Wilford well, Brimley mustache. So this photo here is from 1982, but it was the first time that he got arrested in he- Dallas. And he got arrested a couple other times, and this was in 2004 in New York City. Marijuana possession charges dropped. Here's the uh, article uh, with the information. So he looks at like Gallagher. He looks at like the comedian Gallagher. So check it out. He was arrested at 1 a.m. in a Times Square hotel after police found a loaded 45 handgun and a small quantity of marijuana. He checked out of the Doubletree Suites on Broadway after he performed Friday night. At wow! The, at the University Center for the Performing Arts, his band played at the BB King Blues Club. Police say he left behind a piece of luggage, which was found by a hotel employee. The employee went through the luggage looking for identification. That's what they say, right? Oh, yeah. And looking, instead found yeah. the handgun and marijuana. So they went through the dude's luggage, right? Yeah. The employees yeah. called authorities. Crosby discovered, said he would return for it. He was met by police who arrested him. They trapped him. He spent a year in Texas jails after a conviction in 1985, and the Texas Supreme Court overturned that. Wow. So he's no stranger to uh, to dealing with this kind of stuff, right? Wow. Crazy, man. Nice. There he is. That's where David Cro- Cocaine Crosby gets. Oh, he looks great, man. Gets his he, reputation and his name around he here. He looks very stoic. In the left-hand picture, he looks like, yeah, what the fuck are you guys going to do about it, huh? <laughs> uh, he also, because of his striped shirt, he also looks like he's going to go bust some watermelons with a sledgehammer. I know, right? I got some good news. I guess Lalo like, did really well in his sparring session. Oh, nice. Yeah. Congrats to Lalo, man. Yeah. I Hopefully guess- we'll see him next week and he can give us an update. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty stoked, man. Nice. All right. Well, we got some more trivia, guys. Uh, let's play the song one more time because uh, we got another trivia question for you. So let's do it, huh? Yeah. This week in rock and roll history, trivia. All right. This week in rock and roll history, trivia once again. In 1962, Charles, this week, this musician is honorably discharged from the U.S. Army. Was it A? Chris Christopherson, B. Elvis Presley, C. Jimi Hendrix. All of them were in the Army. All of these people were. 
Yeah. Or was it D, David Cocaine Crosby, earning his nickname after he allegedly smuggled cocaine inside of a handmade woolen Tibetan satchel on the back of a wild Austrian Austrian. ferret that fashioned a raft and sailed to him in the dead of winter. Oh, I love that. Uh, That's actually... uh, Oddly specific. Yeah, that's actually... uh, that's actually the plot of the new Disney movie. It's based is it? on that. Really? It is based on that. Yeah, he smuggles cocaine inside of a handmade wool and Tibetan satchel, <laughs> who also is voiced. The satchel is voiced by Eddie Murphy in the movie. On the back of the, a the wild... Austrian ferret, it's actually it's Gilbert. Boy. It's Gilbert Godfrey's last role oh, before okay. he passed. Yep. And the raft is voiced by uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like I'd yeah. see that movie. I, I would. I'd love I, that I, movie. I, uh, yeah, that's a I good one. I can't wait to see that movie. <laughs> I'm going with Chris Christopherson though. I can't. I mean, even though David Crosby was our was our surprise answer for the last one. I'm going with Chris Christopherson. Chris Christopherson yeah. on this one. 1962. Yeah. Yeah, that might be a good guess, but it's actually. James Marshall uh, Hendricks. He's honorably discharged in the U.S. Army this week in 1962 after he breaks his ankle during a parachute jump. Look at that little Jimmy. Yeah, check him out. He looks so cute. He shortens his name, you know, to Jimmy Hendricks. Here's another picture I have of him jamming out at that time. Oh, hell yeah. On a Dan Electro, it looks like. God, man, Jimmy Hendricks. Private James Jimmy Hendricks in the 101st Airborne Unit. Playing guitar at Fort Campbell, Kentucky, 1962. It, that was the year that he uh, that he left. It, it 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 fucking kills me how talented Jimi Hendrix was and how we lost him so soon. I know, man. Part uh, of that 27 club. It just it just it just murders me inside that like Jimi Hendrix could be right now like still making just crazy awesome music that's just blowing our minds. Check and this other just, crazy oh fact my God, out. It's so sad. Uh, uh, the, uh, speaking of the 27 Club, this week, July 3rd, in 1969, Brian Jones was found dead in his swimming pool at his mansion in England at the age of 27. Oh, wow. Then on the same day, two years later, in 1971, Doors singer Jim Morrison died of a heart attack in the bathtub of his Paris apartment at the age of 27. Yeah. Two days or two years later, same exact day on July 3rd. Oh, that's crazy. Both 27 years old. Yeah, uh, River Phoenix. 27. Jimmy Chris Hendrix. Farley, yeah. 27. Just Absolutely. wild, man. I think, wait, Amy Winehouse, was she 27? Yeah, she was. Wow. All right, did you sweet, hear about this? Sweet zombie Jesus. Movie TV entertainment news this week. Howard Stern considering running for president to overturn all this bull S. He says he was really thinking about it. And he mapped out changes he made, blah, blah, blah. What do you think? You think it's a stunt or you think he, he says it's he's for real? It's a stunt, but uh, after a certain someone was elected, I would say he probably has a at least a fairly decent shot. He's got a shot, good as anybody, right? Yep. And 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 considering the fact that the Supreme Court is right now considering making it even more states' rights when it comes to the electoral process, which is fucking scary. I mean, I know he said we don't get political in this show, but that's just fucking scary. I think that uh, ultimately, like, there is a chance that that Howard Stern probably could. Do well, it. we'll and, see. It's, it's going to be a shit show this time around. Well, and I know I personally know people who would vote for him just to shake up the system. Like I know anarch with people with anarchist right. philosophies yep. that yep. believe that 
the system needs to be shaken up. But regardless, uh, this is at a federal level. On a California level, uh, like everybody and their mom tries to run for governor every every time it comes around. Yep. There was like, uh, you know, porn star. Like one time, at one point, there was like porn star. It's crazy, man. It's a, it's just, a clown it's, car. Yeah. It's, but, it's nonsense. But it is. It's an American democracy. And if Howard Stern wants to run, he can run. So good luck it, to man. him. Do it. Um, all right. If you want to. Last story of the week, guys. Dogs <gasps> and cats going missing on the 4th of July. You like More dags? than any other day. Uh, so protect your dags. Yeah. And your cats, seriously, because uh, especially the day after 4th of July, a lot of people still set off fireworks in the middle of the day while you're at work. Yeah. Daisy ran away one time like that, my dog, uh, the day after 4th of July. Yeah, so don't be an asshole. Don't do it. Just uh, be... Be good with 4th of July and your pets. And don't leave them out in the backyard and go to work the next day and think they're going to be just fine. So, Caravan for Mama. We got to play some ads. We didn't play any ads. Oh, yeah. Let's do an ad. Okay. So before we do an ad, don't be an asshole. Uh, For those here who live in our county, um, being an asshole earns you like a $1,000 fine. Yeah, uh, and that's pretty huge. Like some people can't afford it; they can afford to go spend three hundred dollars on illegal fireworks, but you know, a thousand bucks is is a lot of money. So just wait until the Fourth of July, do it responsibly. Uh, don't set people's houses on fire. The house behind my last house got got caught on fire because of firework. Just uh, you know, there there are people out there that are uh, veterans with PTSD. Yep. There's pets. There are people who uh, are genuinely afraid of those loud noises. And because you want to get loud and crazy, uh, you may be kind of doing something very detrimental to their mental health. Uh, so just just be, be, be conscious of that and be responsible. And those types of people, they prepare for the 4th of July. So they, they know that it's coming. So at least they have something going on there. But when it's happening randomly the day before or the day after or three days after or three days before it catches them off guard and it could really fuck a person up yep yeah. so please be aware of that guys yep. be it's aware a- that's my that's my public service announcement of the week all right well we got um we got a krill krill reserve ad to run for you guys Ooh. so check it out and now a message from one of our sponsors Well, it's a rare condition this day and age to find a beer made with krill caught in a cage. Krill and nutrition and a little lemon rind. Some people say it's even harder to find. Well, there must be some magic krill inside these bottle walls. Because all I see is it's filtered with baleen. Real krill bursting out of everything. Krill Reserve Yar, it's made from stuff found in the sea Krill Reserve Triple Baleen wow. Filtered Krill Reserve What a nice baby. little catchy jingle that doesn't infringe on copyright at all Oh, like, I love that I love the totally original Yeah, I love that All the Krill Reserve folks and Man Yeah, absolutely I just come up with just How do they even think of that? I love Krill Where'd Reserve Where'd they get that footage? I... I it's amazing. I love Cruel Reserve, too. I love it. It's a very I mean, tasty and salty alcoholic beverage. It is salty. Yeah. It's the salt of the sea, though. Yeah. And it fortifies your uh, calcium deposits uh, in parts of your body, I've heard. Yeah. And as a disclaimer, <laughs> like drinking ocean water, 
<laughs> right. If you drink, well, it dehydrates you yeah. and hydrates you at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, you know, it can make you kind of crazy. Right. And start biting people. It's a little <laughs> bit like uh, bath salts. But uh, but it's it's a wonderful. It can, it can happen. It can happen. It's a wonderful drink. It's a thirst quencher. It is thirst quencher. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that's gonna do it for us. That's it for us this week. Uh, what other ad should we end it on? Oh man, what, what should do? we do? Uh, what should we do? What should we do? Um, let's see. So let's go with Joyce Choiceless. That's a good talk- one. Yeah, since we talked about her, you're uh, gonna earlier. need her after this weekend. We're gonna need her. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Have you been involved in an accident? Are you currently involved in an accident? Did you make an accident in your pants? Is an accident waiting for you at some point, sometime soon? Have your parents ever told you you were an accident? Well, you've got a chance to get back at those pesky people by visiting my law firm today. Hi, I'm Joyce Choiceless. I run a law firm on the corner of Cisco and Glenn called Joyce Choiceless for the Voiceless, and my motto is, with Joyce Choiceless, you're not voiceless. In fact, you're on my choice list. Just between you and me, lawyers, right? But I'm not a lawyer. Not just because I've been disbarred, but because I've had a few accidents just like you. My friend Tony, he's a lawyer, and for only the cost of a venti caramel frap a few times each day, you can climb out of that accident shithole and ride into a 93 Lexus. What? I can't say shithole? Let me start over. I'm Joyce Choiceless, and I'll represent you in a court of law. Me and my husband, Royce, will give the voiceless a voice and the choiceless a choice. Don't be a fool. Come down to Joyce Choices Law Firm for the voiceless and explain yourself. Every person who enters my offices and slaps down a $5 fee gets a complimentary bottle of crow's milk. Come get some. Come down and buy me a coffee and we'll talk about your accident. What do you have to lose? Don't be an asshole. What? I can't say asshole? Joyce Joyceless for the voiceless. Nice. Thank you, Joyce. Joyce Joyceless. All right, and that's it for us this week. Have a safe and happy 4th of July, guys. We'll see you next time. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.